There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, y'all. Take off your shirts. Get your nipple clips. Pull down your pants because you're about to get an edging. Turn on some Law & Order SVU a la Captain Sandy. Staring at Mariska. Cheeto fingers. Mm-hmm. Cheeto. <laughs> now you see, because of Kalani, when we say Cheeto fingers, now it's a whole different it's a um, thing. This is Love is Blind season two. Two. Otherwise known as the influencer season. The um, influencer but season. it was messy as fuck. <laughs> Ironically, we y'all, we're edging you because we're preparing you for season four of Love is Blind. That's dropping on Netflix on what day? March? March 24th. March 24th, our episodes will drop the day after. It's your own personal trash advent calendar. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So, and this, you know, we didn't like this season of Love is Blind of season two. However. We had fun talking about it. We talk about it probably more than any other season now. I I agree with you. A lot of them winded up on that show, Perfect Match. (laughs) But don't spoil it for people because they want to know what they what if they haven't watched Love is Blind and they don't know. Look, Perfect Match is everywhere. Well, I'm just saying. They need need to fucking come out of their caves. Maybe they don't know about Shane and Natalie and they don't know and they're wanting to. Oh, and you may not, you know, about young Gary Busey. (laughs) Who's looking for werewolves? <laughs> Y'all, it's a weird season. We go rogue, but we hope that you enjoy Very it. rogue. Very, Very rogue. rogue. We will tell you this. Season four of Love is Blind is, I think, we've wow. had four episodes. It's the best season of Love is Blind we've had so far. I kind of agree with you. It's really good. So, and And, and, and especially, who thought that Cocaine Bear was going to join the cast? Sorry, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, Netflix won't get us for that. I will say no. this, the after the altar, which we cover that too, but the after the altar of season two was the best after the altar. Because it was super, super messy. <laughs> super messy. So y'all enjoy the ride. We had a ball covering it. This was previously just on a reality gaze plus, but now it's for all of you on this free feed. Enjoy our season two of love is what poodle? Blind. All right, Natty Gay. Okay, Love is Blind, take one. Love is Blind. Love is Blind. Love is Blind. It's 90 Day Gays presenting Love 
If I sing to her, she will love me. <laughs> I kind of loved him after he sang Scalito Lindo. Y'all, it's just like when you think Mallory, you're like, he's losing Mallory. He's losing Mallory. And he knows. But if I sing to her, I will bring her back to me. And then his friend had a better voice than he did. I think his friend is probably a music teacher. He, he is. Gets- Gave off that vibe. His friend said, I'm a music teacher. You didn't hear that? Yeah. No. And his friend's gay. I don't know. I kind of think Sal had a better voice. No, it had a very classical voice, but his friend had a more commercial voice. Yes. Y'all, and that's what you're going to hear on Love is Blind with Maddie and Poodle. (laughs) This is me going, his friend had a more commercial voice. This is Reality Gay, season two episode. Bitchy Queen. Yes, season two, episode seven. The girls headed out for a family That's affair. Not it. It's public affair. Oh, you're it's you're not affair. singing. It's, it's public. a family affair. It's a family affair. I knew you were going to sing public affair and do it wrong. I forgot about. That. I like it how not Sly and the Family Stone, a classic song. You sing Public Affair by Jessica fucking Simpson. God, I love that song. I love that music video. They're all skating and being beautiful women. And it's Christina Aguilera. They were all hired. No, not Christina Aguilera. Christina Applegate. Applegate and Eva Longoria. It was beautiful. They all look pretty. They're not friends. (laughs) They were hired. All their managers knew one another. I don't want to ruin this for you, but they're not friends. No one is friends in that public affair video. None of, not Christina Applegate, Eva Longoria, or whoever the fuck was would never spend a minute with Jessica Simpson. You know that for a fact. You know, I've heard she's really nice and people fucking loved her biography. I agree, but they're not, they're not Jessica Simpson's people. Why was her book good, y'all? I want to know. Who else was in that video? It was someone else. Oh, wow. There's an own uh, Wikipedia article about it. Um, this is, I'm losing brain cells. <laughs> uh, it, in the, it, who's it say is in the video? Um, Who was the missing element they needed? Uh, oh, it's Christina Applegate. Yeah. Christina Milan. Oh, I forgot oh, it. Christina Milan, because they needed a black person. Eva Longoria. Yeah. Ryan Seacrest, shocker, Maria Menounos from AfterBuzz fucking TV, who doesn't do anything now, and then Andy Dick. They paid everyone in that video except for Andy Dick. They gave him a bus pass. <laughs> they did. Remember though when they, they go got to, to feel the- Maria Menounos? <laughs> yes, because Andy Dick worked at the skate place. Remember they go up there and they're wanting. Skates and they all have fake hair. I don't don't know the video as well as you do. I want to recreate that video with you and like two people. I'm not going to do it. I'm Uh, not going to do it. Who else is going to do the video with you? I'll hire people like Jessica Simpson (laughs) did. Who could we get? Who could we get? Can't pay Jackie Wiseman enough. She's like, I'm not doing this fucking video. Who could we actually get? We can maybe get Mary from Selling Sunset. (laughs) Yes. Mary from Selling Sunset. We She'd do a get, birthday, right? 
I bet I bet uh I bet Rebecca would of Rebecca and Zied. Yeah, she would do it. She would do it. Um um boy, wow, that list. One of the short. twins from Extreme Sisters. One yeah, of what, just uh, one, one of, of Patrick or Patrix. <laughs> okay. They follow us on Instagram and I just started following them and they're and they and they were skating. They actually they're, yes, I, that's what I'm saying. Yes. I'm they're, gonna get Patrika and Patrix. <laughs> They'll do it. It'll be a song about Orlando. I need this video to happen. And I want to wear a blonde. Not I don't a think blonde, you need me then. I'm just, I'm just a, staying a out long, of this. A long red wig that looks yeah, like I'm Farrah Fawcett. I'm going to be sick that day. <laughs> I've already decided. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like it'll be like <laughs> you and the show, and they'll like, it'll be like Maddie and Poodle, and it'll be like Poodle and just an empty screen. And then, you know, it'll just show you smoking in a tro- Toyota Corolla outside. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, this is Love is Blind. Me, oh, me I'm, I'm just like sitting there talking with Ann Dowd, who's and, and, just there. <laughs> he's just there. Ann Dowd wouldn't shit on me if I asked her. She shit on you. If you're... <laughs> If you're new to our Patreon, you're the rails. going, you're going off the rails. I paid five dollars for this. <laughs> you're upset, and we're you know what sorry. You need to do if you paid five dollars, go Google and Dowd, and you will get an education. Hey, y'all! Before y'all coming at us, the seminar I, we put this on our page. But if you're new to Patreon, the way Patreon works now is they charge you the day you sign up, y'all. Then on the first, so even if you sign up on February thirtieth. On March 1st, they're going to charge you again because you pay for a monthly fee. It's like a gym membership, y'all. It's not prorated. So don't come for us on March 1st when you get, if you just signed up and they charge you five bucks. I love it that you are completely just kowtowing to the Carl's wives who are going to complain because you're right. They're going to. There's going to be a, Carl, I signed up a week ago. And they're charging me again. Well, no, you sign up for access to yeah. all of this content that we've done for two years. The worst so, time the worst time to sign up for our re- Patreon is the last re- day of the month. I'm not refunding your money on this, y'all. Fucking suck it up. <laughs> Every month we get we get like there are like five or six people is like, I signed up and they charge me the next day. I'm like, bitch. Read the read the description it, of what it, they're gonna do. It, it wasn't in our descriptions on our tiers, but I changed it. I added. Act, yeah. I noticed surviving sister wives on their Patreon has the language for, and I it was no. That's smart because it it yeah. they they did that was a change that Patreon. It's a made. change. So we, and we didn't weren't good about announcing it, but now we're gonna bring it up at least once a month. All right. That that Let's you know what it. that is right. I should not shade you for that, but because I have to answer those too, but. I usually refund them, honestly. I, you know, I shouldn't say that. I don't refund them. Fuck you. <laughs> Not fuck you. They're our patrons. I want them to be happy, but that's just the way it works, y'all. We can't We can't make, as someone once suggested to me, can you just make your own Patreon? And I went, <laughs> do you know how expensive that would be? Can you create your own platform? Yeah. Uh, Poodle's not fucking someone who does coding. It's kind of like how when people want us can just to live stream every event. Yeah, it's true. Someone want, today said, can you Facebook Live your father's funeral? I'm out of the country. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm busy. I'm busy, y'all. We're off the rails tonight, y'all. This, uh, is, this is Love is Blind, episode seven, Family Affair. Yes. 
<sighs> so we just finished Shayna completely trying to disrupt this relationship uh, on the beach. Um, I want to put a hit on ooh. her. And so, y'all, that starts out the thing is Salvador and Jarrett. Salvador goes up to Jarrett. And y'all, I thought I was non-confrontational. This is some non-confrontational bullshit. Yeah, I would have gone in on Jarrett for this. Sal has never approached anyone. Of this. You know the producers were basically saying, Sal, you got to go talk to him. I don't want to. Yeah, it's fine. No. It's fine. They're like, no, Sal, you got to go talk to him. We need it for the so camera. They say, they talk about how things are going. And Sal even says, so I just want to just clear the air. Mal really didn't appreciate the comment about your the ring not being gold. And I think he he was basically saying, I didn't appreciate it. And Jarrett kind of says that was more of a joke. We all know lie. that's not true. Lie. He said, I said it jokingly. Lie, lie, we lie. All, lie. We all lie. know. We all saw it. Sal will see it later that it's not true. I but, don't know why these people say I was joking when they're like, you know, this is going to be on TV, okay. right? So then, but then Jared's trying to say things like, if you're happy, you know, you're happy, I'm happy, Mallory's happy, and like. Ayana and I have had nothing. Nothing's happening for Ayana yeah. and I. And I'm like, what, yeah, that's what about I, that? Well, that's because Ayana doesn't talk about anything. Mm-hmm. At all. Until she explodes and she stabs you in the night. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy that. Mm. So, um, meanwhile. Should we talk well, about um uh let's finish the Shane and Natalie conversation what? and then we'll go into couples, right? That, don't yeah, you think? Natalie and Shane, yeah. Um oh yeah. Um so we don't get any more of Shane and Shayna because they kind of like ended it more in last episode. But this episode, Shane goes up to Natalie, and y'all, he is completely honest and forthright this with is, everything that happened with this it. Is and I'm when like, I, this I, is when I this is when I went. I can't, I'm, I'm seeing, you're, you're transparent. I can't hate young you. We I are, can't. I can't hate young Gary Busey, y'all. I can't. I can't do Natalie, it. Natalie, I'm always going to treat you the best. <laughs> Whenever you look in my eyes. Or at my teeth. Or at my beautiful chompers. I'm only going to tell you the truth. And here's what it is. Don't matter if you're in a wheelchair, you can still shoot werewolves in the eyes. Do you have an old fashioned? <laughs> um, I thought that was sweet when he wanted old fashions for his dad. Me too. Sweet. And um, I also did those think I went, if your father was known for old fashions, your father was a drunk. <laughs> I love that's an old-fashioned, but that's probably not point helping made. yours case. Hey, they're a great drink. So, yes, yeah, so Shane is like, uh, yeah, she called our relationship a fraud, and she was calling you out the whole time, and Natalie was like, oh, Why man. would she do that? Oh, man. Y'all, I love Natalie, but I was like, girl, how dumb can you be? She was like, oh, my God. I'm like, how could you not tell this? I'm like, it, it's so obvious. I'm sure like when Shayna called you, evil music was playing in the background. Like, did you wonder like where somebody got a zither? Like, what the fuck? Zither. <laughs> <Or> whatever. 
You don't even know what a zither is. It's like a I don't think it is. Isn't that a zither? That's a that's a uh uh that's a kazoo. Oh, it's a it's a street. Okay, I'm thinking of something else. I think you are. Anyway, um, so the next thing, th- so they're fine because they're like, let's make babies. No, because Shane says they can call us whatever they want because I love you. She's like, I love you too. And then they're like, let's make babies. And Natalie says, I'm absolutely not nervous at all. The next thing, you guys, is um, we kind of go back to couples again. Do you want to split up or? No, we get Nat. There's more Natalie and Shane. Oh, we're gonna do all Natalie and Shane. Okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, okay, 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 okay. How, how are we? How are you still questioning how we do this? Well, it was because they were all still together, kind of technically at the beginning. Oh, of fuck the, it. Oh, there at the beach. Okay. Um. So after, and Natalie's like, after meeting Shane and falling in love, you guys. She says, "I'm becoming the person I'm." me now i would me like before shane i would laugh and make fun of the person i used to be she said yes yeah, she said i've never this known is what gross love, she says i've never known what love feels like until i met shane right and they and he does talk about what he wants for the wedding he wants an old-fashioned fountain where not an old-fashioned fountain like an, a fountain that sprouts old-fashioned drinks um yes. and, and you he think it's all just Wisconsin. Because he's from Wisconsin. Um, it's like, and then hot dogs and pizza and mac and cheese. And she's like, Jane, my family is lactose intolerant and they don't drink. And he's like, oh, well, the old fashioned thing is kind of for my dad because he, because his dad passed a couple months. And she's like, that, that is, that I would like. And they're just talking honestly about it. And they're having fun with one another and I mean, he's, he's like, still what kind is of the man child? Don't get me wrong. Oh, he is completely. She's going to have to mother him. Oh, for sure. But she says things like, she's like, when I'm going to see your parents, he's like, I say, nah. And he's like, no, nay. So he's actually trying to know a little Korean. Yeah. And which she's is. Making him laugh. It's, yeah. Although it all goes out the window when he goes to meet her parents because y'all don't go meet your future in laws in tight, ripped jeans. <laughs> Come on, Shane. Um. So y'all, she has not told them they okay. were engaged yet. Her and Jarrett both did this, and I feel like this is not a good idea. Parents, I think this is so shitty. I mean, you could you Why imagine are you springing this on? Can you imagine me springing on this on my parents? So that how would Mother Poodle take if you said, "Mom, Chaybird, <laughs> you got to you got to engage on television." <laughs> I, how do you even know this person? And this is a guy, right? Oh, if it God. was a if it was a girl, she'd probably say, "Okay, like, that's fine." She's like, "Wait, do I? Are they fertile?" <laughs> <laughs> and my father would be like, "Uh, Jake, friend, uh, I'd I'd rather you uh not not put this on national television. Uh, our uh, 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 I, what are your values, Miss 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 Miss? You, is it Misters? Miss Mister? Do you own property, friend? Do you own property, friend?" <laughs> Is it something we can sell? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Are you prepared for the next time there's a Pulsar bomb coming out? Um uh no, I I do I don't I don't think my parents would handle it well. I would definitely prep them for things like this. 
I would not Im- introduce them on camera. And no, and Natalie. So Nan and Don show up, or Nan? Is it? It's Nan, right? Nan and Don. Yeah, Nan and Don. Her mother is gorgeous. She is. She's really beautiful, and but y'all, she hasn't even told them that she lives in a different apartment for two weeks. So they walk in there and they're like, "What is this place?" And she's like, and she's "Well, like, this isn't yours." And and she's like, "No, mom, I live here now." And mom's like, she sees how expensive it is, and she's like, "No, really, honey, who lives here? What's happening?" <laughs> Let's go. What's going on, honey? And she's like, mom. And she shows her. She says, I'm engaged. And this is our apartment. And mom slaps at the ring and says, no. Yeah, that's no. that's a lot. Um, and the dad is like, OK. And she's like, I'm engaged. This, he's a really great guy. And dad's like, let's hear her out. And mom's like, yeah. nope. And mom's like, I need a stretcher. It. Y'all, her mom is funny. And this is interesting what she says. Natalie tells her mom, mom, I like him a lot because he's like you. He's fun. He's Good kind of, strategy, Natalie. He's fun. He's impetuous. He's loud. Like, that's the way her mom is. So she's worried about picking sides. But dad looks at mom and says, honey, why don't you reserve your judgment and let's just see what he's like. And she's like. Well, what if I don't? What if I don't? And she says, oh, God, she does a lot of crazy things, but this is too much. And then, y'all, Shane walks through the door with his, like, he's got food and with that shit-eating Gary Busey grin, he just goes, hi, hey, Asian people, nice to meet you. (laughs) We'll see. I didn't, I was really good. My nephew in a wheelchair. I didn't watch any of the next episode. I wanted to, but I didn't. I haven't either. Um, Should we talk about Malvador? Let's talk about Malvador, shall we? Um, Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, okay. So they're at Sal's place. Yes. And uh, then we made his roommate Caesar. And they both studied music at the same place. I wonder where they went. I'm like you. I wonder. I want to know. So y'all, uh, Caesar, yeah, I don't know. Caesar starts just playing guitar, and there. This is Cielito uh, Lindo, which is a very famous mariachi song. If you've ever heard, I, uh, I, 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 there are lyrics before that. It, um, uh, it's probably I was one of the most famous ones. Yeah, very famous mariachi song. Yeah. And y'all, and I honestly believe this is true. She's crying because she just, no one does this stuff for her. No one does this stuff for her, but y'all, I still, I just don't I think she's closer to convincing herself. I, I, I agree with that after because she did a great job when they went and talked to the sister Tiffany. Oh, we're going to talk about that. So anyway, she's, y'all, she's loving this. She's crying and you can't fake this. You can't fake the way she's responding to this. And they actually no. sound good together. They do. They like, sound good. I like how one's taking the harmony. Y'all, this is like us. But at one point, Sal goes like, oh, I thought you were going to take that at the end. If this was us, I was like, you've taken the melody the whole way. And then you take the harmony at the end. Yeah. That's that how was gays not, handle it. Poodle, Poodle just yelled at me on stage, y'all. <laughs> you know to, what? You deserved it. To his credit. A lot of times he takes great time in planning things and he hands me a sheet of paper and I don't read it. And no, we go over it way before then. And uh, you, you know, say, oh, I got it. You're talking and your mouth well, opens I'm wide a, and it looks like it's just kind of, you kind of look like just a puppet from Avenue I'm a, Q. I'm, a, qu- I'm a quick study and you say you've got it. You don't. Uh, 
It's good. It's good. The it's it's good for the audience. They like it when we kind of yeah. Go they off don't hook. like it. That's the most important thing. I don't like it. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and...
the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. So, y'all, they're meeting her sister, Tiffany. Yes. Um, God, remember how really overused pretty the name Tiffany was? Yeah, it was overused, yeah. She's um, pretty. Um, so, and she's she's a fucking ball buster because she goes in on like she is not getting this. And Mallory Mallory's basically saying, you know, love for me is not the normal rom com fairy tale. It's hard conversations, blah, blah, blah. Y'all, this is her trying to convince herself of all this. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And Tiffany basically says, Tell tell me, Sal, what's your relationship history like? He's like, well, two and a half years was my longest relationship. She's like, hers was six and a half years. Y'all, Tiffany goes hard. Hard. Because um, like, I think she time. knows I think she knows her sister. I think she does too. Yeah. And Sal talks about being from a Catholic family, didn't date till he's 21. And uh, and she just kept saying, Tiffany's like, but really, I mean, she said, Can you just 
can you actually say that you love her, Sal? Can you really? And he's like, and you know, Sal, y'all is like, he's genuine on a stick. Right. So he is just saying, yes, I do love her. And she said, really, this is serious. And Tiffany's, and then Mallory says, yeah. And we're getting married in two weeks. And she says, do you even know his last name? Yeah. I mean, she's asking very. She's like, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. She's asking very poignant, logical yeah. questions. However, I think she's trying to like shake some sense into into Mallory. I think. Which, can I just say <clears throat> something? I I want to know your feel on this. This is a little tangent, but Gaty But I think with a lot, of, Tiffany, I think asked some of the best questions we've seen of fa- from family members. I and think she's the most in reality. I think seen. Tiffany is. So that makes me ask you a lot of like, for instance, with just Natalie and with, I feel like a lot of people are used to, like if I did this or you did this, our parents are used to us doing crazy shit like this. Yeah. They would be surprised, but they would also be like, okay, does Mallory not ever do this? Is she not that type of woman? I don't think she is. I don't think she is either. So it made me wonder, is that part of this too? Not even if it's not just Sal, but her doing something like this is just completely taking her out of her comfort zone. And I think she's so no nonsense about how she lives her life normally. I don't think she lets her family into the way she lives her life. Mostly agree. I think she's someone else different with her family than she is with her her people she has some relationships with with herself even. Yep. yeah i think okay. she's a very complex person which is why she's still the most interesting person on she the is show very interesting she is <clears throat> so she says you know she says she, she mallory's crying she's like you're my basically my second mother you're my sister you're you're my best friend and i want you to get it and at one point she was crying and Sal just takes his hand and rubs her leg. And it's like the, that's exactly what he needed to do at that it's, moment. It and is. that's when I said, when is she going to realize that this is exactly what you need? I mean, even Tiffany kind of starts to soften as she said, it's just hard to think about sharing someone you love so much with other people. And you know what? Sal says, this is so genius. Um, uh, He's like, I can't ask that you trust me, but I just want you to trust Mallory's judgment of me. This is the best thing someone could say to any like in-laws, parents, friends, sister. He's already already told her like he doesn't want to take ownership of of Mallory's career. Finances. The finances, none of that. My mouth dropped open when he said that. Y'all, she he had passed a hard interview. If they wind up together, I'm gonna say this. It is purely because of Sal's Moxie. Yeah. And Sal convincing Mallory that he is right for her. If they get married, do you think they'll stay married? No. I don't think so either, sadly. No. Um, I think the only way they would would be constant communication. And I think, hmm, this is well, tough. Okay. Because- I, if they, wait, wait, wait. I could see them staying together if they have kids. 
Yep, me too. And if they have children, Sal's probably going to be a really great father. Oh, and definitely. That would make Mallory love him, I think, in a different way. I think she would be unfaithful. Oh, yes, yes, not him, her. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. y'all. Someone just went, no. <clears throat> That's what we're here for. Yep. That's what um, we're here for, everybody. So the next person we want to talk about is, should we talk about Natalie? Sorry, Nick and Danielle. Nick and Danielle. That's who I wanted to talk about. So we're seeing his condo, his fortress of solitude. His closet um, with the Michael Meyer mask in it. uh, And also, did you notice there was some kind of harness? I think it was it for the dog. I think it was. Yes. Golly. God, you're a slut. I was like, is that leather on no, your No, it's not. Oh, my. Maybe I misjudged you. I am. I can't believe Call we didn't talk Miss about Nick. I can't believe we didn't talk about this, by the way, because we just recorded uh, a bit of Summer House, finishing Summer House earlier. Um, did you see next week on Summer House? No. What? No, oh I haven't God. seen it. Oh, my God. Next week on Summer House, they're having a leather party in all the – in Alex – Oh, I have and seen that. Yes, I'm sorry. All the guys are in harnesses. <gasps> You're going to lose. Yes. <gasps> You're going to lose your fucking shit. Ooh, it may have to be a crazy night for Piano Cat 77, y'all. <sighs> Great. We may be go all night. Great. Ooh, get the black lights ready. Tune <laughs> into our summer house previews, y'all. Available on our free feed. Oh, God. Okay, let's talk about Daniel. So, Don't look for me before noon the next day. Golly. So they're going to go meet Nick's parents. And y'all, Poodle, could, could Danielle met, could Danielle be set up to meet a worse set of family? No. And before that, though, she said, can I bring my video game collection here and just keep it out? And he's oh, like, yeah. no, you need to put it away. What are you, what are your thoughts? I think all that shit should be put away too. I do so, know people who leave their video games stuff out. I mean, she's doing. Uh, she plays rock band with like drums, so it's like a big drum set. Yeah. So she's also twenty six years old. Twenty eight, I believe, or twenty eight, y'all. I I think a little bit of fraudacity of them is they keep bringing up the age thing suddenly, and I think that's going to be something they use as a. I think that could be a way, Nick uses to get out and look still like maybe they are meeting his parents or sorry his his mom and his sisters and uh, Danielle's freaking out and I have to say you guys we know we know we talk about how terrible those goblets are I didn't think they could find uglier wine tumblers but somehow for this meeting they did they did they did they're like black kind of jelly cups that are hideous. They're gross. Oh, They're terrible. Really gross. Terrible. And it's where the difference of, so we just talked about Tiffany asking these really great questions. And Jennifer, his family, like Jennifer, his sister, it's like, well, why do you want to do this to find love? And, and that's not a terrible question, but Danielle's answer is like, well, from day one, he calms me. He just, I'm such a neurotic, like. She doesn't she, stop talking. She sells herself horribly. 
And she doesn't stop talking and she basically sells the craziest version of herself possible yes. to her, yes. her mo- his mother and her two judgmental oh. hags of sisters. Y'all, your mother-in-law is thinking, is this person going to be able to give me grandma? Yeah, I'm telling y'all, mother. I said this earlier, all three of them look like they belong on the TV version of Fargo. I like agree. it's not good. They all it's look like big good. players who are going to say, "Did he have sex with a little fella?" And little. or they like truck stop slut number two. That's what it looks like. It's true. And Danielle's like, you know, I've never been with someone who calms me. There's kind of awkward silence, awkward silence. And Nick's like, you know, and she's like, we've been through good times and then terrible times. And his mom says, "What terrible times? You've been together for two weeks." Oh, it's been terrible, but I guarantee right. you this mother had transition lenses on her glasses. Oh, she did. Uh, <laughs> but she, she doesn't understand. She's like, they've been together for two weeks. How can things be that bad? Y'all, it has felt like they've been together for five months already. Yeah, that's the, amount- that's the experience with the prods. Nick is, but no, not the pods, but also Danielle's just so fucking dramatic all the time. Yeah. And Nick communicates with her horribly. Y'all, it's like, I'm exhausted from this relationship and we still have like 14 days to go. Did you see how when they said bye, the mom just kind of gave her the side hug and a pat? <laughs> yeah. And and I like the mom said, well, you were obsessed with your father and I's divorce. Kind of like things just happened. Like, Get over you it, and sonny. dad hated one another. Y'all, this is a family who needs to go to the counseling. <laughs> I, they don't believe in counseling. And so here's the deal. You can tell, I do agree with Nick. I think his family is emotionally neglectful of him. And I think Nick is a very sensitive guy who never had people kind of attuned to him because he's a sensitive guy. Nope. But the problem is Danielle is never going to validate his sensitivity because she's not able to handle him having problems. She needs for his attention to all be on her. Yes, she you're Nick right. Is right when Dan, he said to Danielle, the world does not revolve around you. It does. Yeah. And I, Y'all, and sadly her parents have only ever done that. Yes, her, and her, and, her and her Kim Crawford drinking mom. It doesn't uh, revolve around Danielle. That, not that she's self-absorbed or self-absorbed, but there is a self-centeredness of trauma where yeah. it, it's just, it's, she's incapable. It's about her trauma 24 seven. Her trauma is circling her in like yeah. a vortex of just a pink, bright pink tornado <laughs> with video games around it. And she just can't get out of it. And she's in that hot dog costume. Yes. yes. <clears throat> which brings us to her apartment. Her apartment. Now, I got to say, we live, we have a lot of costumes in between ourselves. However, we're doing stage shows. I must ask, is this college parties that she is having? Because she's 28 years old. Why are you wearing hot dog costumes at home? She's too old to be having these type of parties. Why are there corn costumes? No. You're too. No you're one. You're 28, honey. Y'all, no one should be dancing on a table, breaking a table if you're over the age of 25. I was going to say 24, but I'll take 25. I agree Shouldn't with happen. you. Shouldn't be happening. You have half decent furniture at 25. Yes. Half you, decent. Half decent. Like the kind you buy at Target, not at living spaces. Yes. Agree. 
And he can't. I should say that. They're not sponsoring our show. Fuck no, them. Fuck that. He can't understand the costumes. This is where it feels like there's more of a generational divide. Um, and it also feels like she's infantilizing herself. Yes. Uh, I wrote that down. I think it's almost like, the, again, I think she's trauma stuck. I think some of this trauma, this all happened so much when she was younger. A part of her is stuck there. Y'all, she needs to be single and go to individual therapy for two years. And I and I will say, group, group that there's therapy. there's nothing wrong with having friends and being weird and quirky, but at 28, should you make your fiance try on a corn costume? I was just in disbelief at this. It just it felt. I'm all, it's fine if you want to do that as like a funny thing. It was the intention and the way doing it. Mm -hmm. It was because she did it so seriously of introducing to her a goofy side, but was so serious. And did you notice, and I wrote this down, she keeps pushing him to create some kind of line he won't cross. Oh yeah, so he'll break up with her. Exactly. And he refuses to do it. Yeah. So- I'm like, what's going to be the breaking point for him? Y'all, they fuck really well. That's it. But like. But I mean, that's something I, that I think they have have these makeup sex and they have good. They're, I'm not saying they're in it just for the sex, but I think yeah. it's a point of connection for them. And it gives them f- a false sense of intimacy. Uh, amen. She's a nightmare, you guys. Boy, she's we, a you know nightmare I'm in relationships. Say we were wrong about them. We were. We were completely we, wrong. We were totally wrong. I thought he might have enough to kind of quote unquote fix her. And I thought Ain't she no was fixing. kind of I thought she was kind of like Iana, where she had some trauma in her life, but she mm. had kind of persevered and came through the other side. But Iana's no, a y'all. different type of trauma survivor. And I think it's still not gonna work out for her, but for a different reason. If yeah. that makes any sense. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, Nick ends up finally leaving. He he has this in a fucking ridiculous corn call call. He's getting angry and because he's he's angry because she's fine with people breaking the table. And he was like, No, I gotta get, I gotta cool down. Because y'all, if he got any hotter, <clears throat> he was gonna start making popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> that was a dad joke. And it I was, it. and I enjoyed it. Can uh, we talk about um Iana and Jared? Jared? Sure. Um, so y'all, they're meeting Jarrett's parents. And again, this is, he did not even tell them. Now, no. I, Jarrett is another one who I don't think he, I don't think he lets his parents know a lot of what he's doing. No. Now, no. I also don't feel like they are very close because the parents, Jarrett's parents are kind of like, when they find out he's engaged and they know, well, that's great. Yeah. Um, can I go back to that? Iana did say when she was going, she's like, this feels good meeting his parents because sometimes I feel like I'm his second choice. She said that. Did you not you hear her say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you are. Not sometimes you feel like you're his second choice. Every waking hour of the day, well, you feel like. sometimes I get a little feeling. I feel it, feel it that I'm somebody's second choice. I don't know what that song is. You know, you don't know that song. Well, sometimes I get a little teaser. I get a feeling that I've never, 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 never had before. Okay, we'll move on. 
Not not familiar. Okay, we'll move on. So, um, I wish you would do familiar songs that I could know. Oh, Jesus. So she's meeting mom Felicia. She they see they shows the engagement ring and the mom goes, "What? What? What are you doing?" Dad starts to get emotional and they're like, "When are you getting married?" He says, two weeks, June seventh." And they're, "What? Did you think this was a little weird and rehearsed?" No, I don't think it was rehearsed. I think maybe that's. I think they're used to Jarrett doing crazy things. Is that it? Yeah, I think because... that's that's why I was saying kind of like with Mallory. That's why the shock and disbelief. <clears throat> but even Natalie's parents reacted to it better than Jarrett's or better than uh, Tiffany did. But I think with Jarrett, they're used to him just doing this kind of shit. It just felt weird for him to saying, "Yeah, I'm getting married in two weeks." Because think and of it, they Jared's were a, happy about it. Jared's a party guy. I mean, yes. So maybe I mean, they're happy he's settling down. It, it's weird that they were happy about it, but I, I do agree that felt maybe that was for because you feel like there's no. But but also, his this comes his father's a minister, his mom's right. a minister's wife. So people, I feel like, go in two different camps. They can be judgy minister kind of in that, or they can be very much like, let's stay in a, like a, in a good play. They're also on television. So they're that's what I, they, I, I think you're right. Themselves. Their church is going to be, their congregation would be watching this. They were thinking about appearances. Yep. It makes yeah. sense. But makes sense. I think that paid off because I think once they did hear about the, the experiment, Jarrett's parents were all in. Yeah. It seemed like it to me. They were really, Dad, especially, was like, "Yeah, this is this is about meeting the person. It's it, it's so much for their heart." And he said, "You know, I I went on your date with your mom, and it was the best date I've ever had." And and Felicia's, you know, she's like, "This is what you do. You keep taking this. You create your stories." And his parents, I really loved his parents. They seemed not disingenuous. They seemed actually really authentic. No, and really I agree, kind. and I'm not saying it was fake. It just but felt I agree. a little it does, easy. It felt too, I agree. I loved his parents, but now that you say that, it did feel very easy. I agree. And he, I, I don't know. It felt, especially for his father to be a minister and not to know this person, especially if his father's a minister, not to ask, what, what church were you raised in? And are you religious at all? Well, well maybe they did. And it, it's not, I don't know. Right. Um. The next scene, they're going to her... Uh, well, I want to say I want to say his dad asked to perform the ceremony. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. It was a sweet moment. He started crying. Iana starts crying, and he said, "I've turned down marriage pills because this is the I want you to be the first one." And then uh, that's where Iana says, "I wish it would be that way with my parents, but it's not." But I think that's a little more. Her parents are going to be a little more realistic because she, I don't think this was realistic, and in, in real in the real world, I think they're probably going to be more than just a little realistic. Yeah, I think the closest to the closest to realistic is is like people like Tiffany, um, yeah. and yeah. I think even the uh, we're going to talk about deep and uh, deeps and shakes parents. Uh, they're too. different though. They're totally different because <clears throat> their culture is used arranged to marriage. arranged marriages. Right. So this isn't this isn't actually that weird of a thing for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Danielle's family was just drunk, uh, so exactly. So the so next thing they're is they're in her apartment. They're in yeah, they're in the apartment, and he's playing a video game. Well, 
not first it's the cat oh um, yeah the cat the cat the apartment and she's like uh they are they aren't there they are in her apartment and and they're basically or maybe it is in their place but no, I think they were in her apartment, but they didn't film a lot because it literally, I guess the crew got COVID that day or something because it's filmed in Jared's <laughs> phone. So then, y'all, the next thing, they're in, they're in his place. He is, I don't know how long this takes. He's playing a video game, got his headphones on. She's kind of passive aggressively saying, I wish you'd listen to me. He's not taking any of those hints. That, uh, that is the thing. Iyana does not ask for what she wants at all. Well, and I don't think that's something that Jarrett is ever going to respond to. No, because Jarrett is used to taking. That's the thing. That's when they say they're evenly matched or well-matched. I don't think they are at all. I don't think they are at all. And because he's so extroverted, she's so painfully introverted. Yeah. And so then she's like, so what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, well, this is a weird question. You're getting in, you're getting married in 14 days. How are you not in being introduced to all everyone around? How are you not spending the evenings together? This I was like, this is either just dickery or fraudacity because who would I'm all for this when is you're married when you're married going out with your friends, but why wouldn't you and I also why wouldn't you include if these are your friends and you're gonna marry someone? Why wouldn't you say, even if she doesn't want to go out, say, honey, this is actually important to me because I want exactly. you to meet my friends. So why doesn't, on both of their parts, why doesn't he want her to meet his friends? And why doesn't she want to go out and but meet his let friends? Let me clarify. He says, I'm going to some, the way he says it even too, I'm going to some place called Persona. It's, and she's like, it's a Tuesday. He's like, it's Taco Tuesdays. And, but already, we see the fact that he's going on on a Tuesday to see friends and not, not taking her. She doesn't push it, which she should. And he should say, you know what, friends, I'm going to sit this Taco Tuesday out to spend time with the person I'm going to marry. Yes. Because to be honest, it's the most selfish thing in the world. Going yes, out to seeing your friends, he is a selfish person. Yes, he is. There's, there's, so. no, there's no conclusion you can draw other than that. But, not but, and because their communication is so horrible, they're not going to talk about. I actually think they, they're in the opposite. Where Danielle is a raw nerve, and Nick is kind of like just a cut wound, and they're just kind yeah. of bleeding and 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 causing pain on each other. Wow, that was a really apt description um kind of made me sad uh, regard whereas on the other end Jarrett and Iyanla don't talk Iyana. about how Iyana, sorry Jarrett and Iyanla don't talk about how they feel ever anytime anytime which there's cultural components to that but there's also it's just they're both so it's like they told themselves well this will be easy but which it's is also weird because boring in the pods, Iana wasn't like that at all. That's the beauty of this experiment. When you're you're a lot, it's like it's the difference of people behind their phone or a lot. How many dates have you been on where somebody gives really good phone and then you go on a date with them and they're boring? That happens. Uh, usually it's a lot of dick pics. So, uh, 
Um, wow. Okay. I think I have different dates than you do. Okay. I think so. Um, but anyway, and I just wrote down, she calls her friend. She's talking to her friend. She's like, you're going to be a for real wife soon. Why is he not spending the time with you? And I, this is just she, me. She goes to bed with those fucking goblets sitting by her bed. I could not leave the person I was about to marry to see my friends. I will say for me, I felt and I felt a little bit of fraudacity with this. With the Interesting. goblets okay. by the bed and all that. It just it <clears> felt I'm it makes me I still there is a part of me that says, are they just boring are they just not interesting dramatic people and it's okay. narrative false and they're they're like what so can we do i would ask you what fraudacity to what end fraudacity to that they're going to be together and that they don't have a lot of problems because they don't talk about anything okay and she's actually fine being or she, maybe she doesn't even feel like second fiddle and they just want to give them something yeah to i do. can see that but i can totally see what you're i totally see what you're saying too. And he's a dick Ugh. and he is a taker. So, and she's non-communicator. Y'all, we should also say there's, this is happening. This is all going around the internet. Cause everybody's talking about the show. There are two other couples. I believe that, that, uh, agree. That Joey happens. And Caitlin and, oof, uh, one, I can't remember the other couple, but I'm neither, sad. neither one of them were together. Th yeah. Neither one of them were. I am sad that they didn't move ahead with Joey. Cause God, he was cute. It does seem like that would have been more interesting than they Kyle were. and Shayna. Well, because you know, y'all, what they did is they filmed these people coming out of the pods, and they filmed Joey. Well, they, they filmed him, yeah. They filmed him, but it was probably it was way less. It was probably way boring of a storyline. Yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about Deeps and uh, Shake? I think the, are they the only ones left? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about Deeps and Shake. Um, they're gonna be they're I in a way kind of think his apartment was the best one. Oh, definitely. I uh, mean, it was a nice apartment. It wasn't decorated a lot. It was very bachelor pad, but he was going a lot of people were going in like, so this is my place, and I like this, and I like this. Whereas he was saying it definitely needs your touch. And he was yeah. already he was already inviting her and talking about what he wanted her to do in his place. Yeah, I don't know. And I will say, y'all, he did lean back in his Tesla and drove there. That's he, everything you need to know. That's everything you need to know. <clears throat> and she's like, you have a great bed. It's a huge bed. And of course, he has a mattress warmer like a goddamn iguana for I a cage. I don't know who, y'all, I, I, I don't know who needs, that's why I have a purple bed because I don't get hot in it. It's amazing. Who does, who does need? I guess maybe you live in Chicago. Maybe you need a mattress warmer. I, I you remember when we were in Chicago? <clears throat> I would have taken one. That was the only time I was warm when, when we were in bed, not together. But, not you know, together. Let's, not clarify. together. Let's clarify. Let's <laughs> clarify. If I ever went to bed with you, I must either be drunk or trying to kill you. Let's say uh, that. Actually, I wouldn't even go to bed with you if I was drunk. That would work out because if I went to bed with you, I was I wanted to die. Okay, I was I was ready. I was like Scarlett Johansson I, just jumping off that cliff. Because it would also mean that you were the only person left on Earth, and I was a vampire, and I needed to drink your blood. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. if I had to tell you, if that would have been the case, I would eat you and I would kill you. You wouldn't. You would not survive. Uh, I probably would give you a heart attack because it'd be hard for you to lift me. 
to eat me in the True. right spot. So you probably, it'd be like gay Romeo and Juliet. We would just die on the bed together. True. True. Um, anyway, so they're also going to, the next thing is, you guys, they are seeing his family because we saw her family. I, I, weren't you kind of like, okay, her family was so great. His family's totally going to be like weird or different or there's going to be drama. No, they were wonderful. And there, his mom is wonderful. Yeah. Sita. I love Sita. She's my favorite mom. And, uh... And and Shake said he's got these kind of really enlightened views. He's like, in the pods, to some degree, we were always trying to fit in. And maybe we were always just trying to find ourselves in there. Yes. And yes. the mom's like, yes, thank you. I raised you right. Um, said, you know, we're married 34 years. <clears throat> and she says, you know, you just want to know that that person's there for you. And y'all, they have dinner and it's kind of wonderful and their beautiful dog and their gorgeous home. And then later we get a little bit of Sita and deep. We talked about this, I think last episode, but Sita says, we like her very much. She checks all the boxes and in many ways she's perfect. Right. And that's where deep says, well, I'm not feeling the overwhelming shake. To, shake, shake. I'm sorry. Shake says I'm not feeling the overwhelming attraction to Deep, and uh, that I felt another relationship. And he said, "This is a weird thing to talk about with your mom." And then Sita looks right she at him. Turns and says, it around. This is why she's my favorite. She's like, "This is hard, but being frank, I identify with her more than you. She deserves someone who doesn't give her even half of a percent." And she says, uh, "And I was like, whoa, mom." And she says. She, you know, she deserves all that. She's like, I understand that, but you need to let that, you need to think about that. I love, I loved, I loved her mom, his mom checking, checking him at this point. I love Sita. Can she, can we just have her go around and, and just keep it real with couples in life? No. All right. That's the show, y'all. That's the show, y'all. That is Love is Blind, episode seven. So there's two more episodes, episodes eight and nine that have dropped today. Poodle are going to watch those, and we're going to cover them tomorrow. So they'll be out still this weekend. And then episode 10 will come out on February 25th. 25th. Yep, 25th. Which we'll be talking about on a live show in Los Angeles at the Regent Theater uh, in Los Angeles. We should clarify we are still going to do a re- an actual proper recap of that show. Yeah. We're not going to – I don't want people to think we're only going to talk about it on the live show. Oh, no. No, no. No. Uh, that show, we're going to be talking about 90 Day Fiance. That actually airs on that on that Sunday, on the 27th. Yeah, so once. you'll need to watch Discovery Plus during that day. We need to put no. that out. We'll announce that on, on this week's on show. On Sunday, yeah. All right, everybody. That's the show. God, I love this show. Be um, go to Linktree Link. That's where you can get tickets for our live shows. Also, um, if you're um, poodle, if you're wandering around town just looking for some cheese curds and just wanting to grab a drink at an Hot old dogs fat- and hamburgers and yeah, pizza. You think about it, old, an old fashioned, fashioned fountain. fountain. And as you take that that swig of that just sugary, very alcoholic drink. What should Ooh. you be asking yourself, Poodle? It's, it's love blind. blind. Love is blind. Love is blind. Love is blind. It's 90 Day Days presenting Love is Blind. Ooh.
fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.